This episode of EM Weekly has been archived. The ideas presented by the former host of EM Weekly may not reflect or represent the values of the Readiness Lab and the Doberman Emergency Management Group. Out of respect for the guests who contributed to this episode, it remains available online. EM Weekly starting right now, bringing emergency managers from around the world together to learn, share and collaborate. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, welcome to Ian Weekly. Now, I have uh, I do a quick announcement to make that our guest um, has not been able to make it yet. So if uh, she shows up, um, you know, in the middle of this, we'll, we'll pop her on. Uh, but I guess she's having some some uh, stuff going on. And hey, that's the world of emergency management, right? You know, uh, when we get professional emergency managers coming on, there are days when, you know, they might not be able to make it to uh, a pre pre uh, scheduled event. That's okay. But what we'll do then is we're just going to keep this uh, pretty light and airy today. And we're just going to discuss some of the things that uh, we have coming up uh, with EM Weekly and, and some of the um, exciting stuff that's going on. So first of all, um, I, I'd like to make my official uh, announcement today that I am going to be running for the president for the IAEM Region 9 um, I'm, I'm excited about this, uh, great opportunity. Yuri Graves, who was the, or is the current president, um, has decided not to run. Uh, so it's an, it's an open seat. Uh, I think Yuri's, um, leadership has been outstanding and he's been doing some great stuff with, with the region and, you know, his, his leadership is still going to be there because he'll be past president. And uh, so that being said, you know, it's not like he's going away. He's just uh, moving over. And he decided that he's doing this because he wanted to see uh, the, the rotation, more fresh, fresh ideas coming into the thing. And I think that he has done a great job uh, with what we have with Region 9 right now. And I hope to step up and continue the work that he's doing and and put a little you know spin on it to it and 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 make it uh, and make it just as good or if not uh We'll see if we can increase the membership and stuff like this uh, with what we're doing uh, with the region. So I appreciate those that are in Region 9. I just appreciate your support and I appreciate your vote uh, coming in, in August. Um, I guess the official Canada statements will be coming out here pretty shortly. Uh, so I'm excited about that. That being said, uh, we'll stay on the IAEM news. I will be speaking um, at IAEM in Grand Rapids. And so if you'd like to come, if you're going to be there, uh, I'll be there. And I'd love to uh, break bread with you, hang out with you, talk to you. And uh, I'd, love to, I'd love to have you come in to, to our conversation. And really what we're talking about here is the anti-fragility of emergency management, how we can make our profession better. Um, and and, and I think, you know, kind of staying on that note for a minute, you know, that's one of the things that we're pushing here uh, and have been for, for many years here at Ian Weekly is the idea of professionalizing the profession where we have to have um, people coming out of education, out of college, um, and with the idea that they want to be an emergency manager. You know, we saw this with Brock Long, which is what he did. You know, he was never lights and sirens. Um, and we're seeing more and more students coming out of our programs uh, to to become emergency managers. And I think that's, uh, uh, I think that's a, uh, uh, an exciting thing. I think it's the best thing for, for the profession. And, and that being said, what we need to do as well is we need to have people out there like you, uh, that are our mentors for high school students and, and for college students. And 
with the high school students, there are programs that are out there, like the Youth Emergency Preparedness Council, who I had Yosef on the show before, uh, discussing what he's doing and reaching out to programs like that and becoming mentors. And I think that's a, one of the things that we need to do is, is really encourage people to come into the field. Now, the problem that we have, is that's a PR problem, right? I mean, you have TV shows that show police and fire and EMS and things like this. And those are exciting. And people get the idea that's what they want to do for a living uh, through watching those programs. And we don't really have an emergency management show. And my wife teases me a lot. She goes, you know, an emergency management TV show would be a lot of people sitting around a keyboard typing. And there's some truth to that, right? Uh, but we can do some things to make our our profession a little bit more uh, well known. And so we had a we had a webinar um, last month. No, in May is it last month? Yeah, it's May. Uh, with Lorraine Schneider talking about the visibility of emergency management, and I really think she did a great job of of showing how we can increase the visibility of emergency management. Uh, and if you want to take a look at that, that is on on YouTube, um, on the EM Weekly YouTube channel, and. You know, to to listen to what Lorraine had to say, and we had a good follow up conversation uh, with her, myself and Holly had a great follow up conversation with her uh, regarding that, and we recorded that as well. And we'll be part, we'll be broadcasting that again or rebroadcasting, if you will, uh, live here uh, shortly. And I think it's also a good time to take a look at this and to see, you know, kind of the thought process of of how we can make emergency management uh, again more visible, and, and where does it belong in the structure of of um uh, of the infrastructure or of the structure of, of the of the organizations organizational structure i don't know why i said infrastructure because i guess i was just reading an article about infrastructure so the organizational structure uh, of where emergency management belongs you know and you know i'm a proponent of and i have been very vocal of this i'll keep being vocal that the emergency manager should be reporting to the highest elected and or appointed official um in the city if you're a jurisdiction or Whoever is running, if you're at a school, the president of the school, for instance, um, it should not be subjugated under uh, multiple layers of uh, bureaucracy, uh, because I think at the end of the day, that is a disservice to the community that you are serving, uh, that they say that we're serving, right? And, and so that being said, we really need to be pushing for that professionally speaking, and we can do this through our organization. So if you do not belong to IEM or to your local uh, emergency management organizations such as in California, we have CISA or FIPA, Florida, uh, organizations like that. Um, you, you know, you really need to be involved uh, with those organizations to make uh, our, our profession much better. Um, then kind of moving, moving on to some more exciting news. I'm going to be speaking um, at the Natural Disasters Emergency Management um, Expo, NDEM, in New York City in November, and I will be on stage uh, with Craig Fugate uh, discussing what it is to work for the President of the United States, what it is to be to lead FEMA, and it's going to be it will be also broadcast live. Uh, but it's in New York, so there's we'll have more details of that coming out. I'd love to have you guys come into NDEM into New York City, a beautiful uh, location that we're going to be in uh, in in Manhattan and. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and it just, it's going to be a unique experience to be sitting on the stage fireside chat uh, with Craig. So it's just to be Craig and I uh, on the, on the stage uh, discussing that top spot and, and what it means to be, to, to be working there. And, you know, the pressures that are on uh, for the, the FEMA administrator and I, you know, uh, here on Ian weekly, we've had Craig, we've had Brock, we had um, uh, Pete Gaynor on as well. 
Uh, I've spoken to Michael Brown. Yep, the famous Michael Brown. Good, doing a good job, Brownie. Um, and, and the pressures that are on there as being the in charge of FEMA and, and what that really means. And and realistically, it's it's a global position. It's, you know, we, we think of it just being here in the in the United States. Um, but I mean we we are global because we have Puerto Rico obviously is a good example of what, what happened and also all, all the other territories that we have around the world, right? So it's a lot of responsibilities. There's a lot of, of moving parts up there and, you know, to learn more about what it is to, to really work at that level, um, I think it is, is going to be a great conversation. I'm going to learn a lot from, from that conversation. We'd love to have you um, involved with that. Also coming up uh, this in June, uh, we will be discussing a little bit more of what we're talking about, the professionalism of emergency management um, with Jessica Jensen. Uh, we have a webinar um, coming on June 17th. Uh, make sure that date's right. Brian, if you can uh, tell me if I'm wrong or right on that one. Um, so we have that webinar coming up, and that's going to be uh, an exciting one as well. Jessica Jensen has been doing a lot of research um, on – works for North Dakota State University. She's a professor over there, charges the, their emergency management program. And we're going to be discussing some of the research that she's been doing. Yep, June 17th. Yep, we're going to be discussing some of the um, research that she's been doing regarding, again, the the position of emergency management and, and where it really belongs. Um, you, you know, hey, Pablo, thank you. Greetings from Italy. Awesome. Um, I, I'd like to be in Italy right now. <laughs> Um, so that's what we're going to be discussing with, with Jessica. And I think it's going to be a great conversation again, and love to have you guys involved in this, you know, sign up, uh, today, you know, the webinars, if you've been involved in any of the Ian weekly webinars, um, we have, uh, we, we've been doing a, a lot of work and bringing some quality people into this conversation. And the cool part about it is you have the ability to interact with these people that we have on as well by asking questions, uh, and, and, and really getting involved. And then, of course, that being said, you're going to have some, you know, the cool thing is it's going to be your first time, you're going to have first crack at it because normally we do not um, broadcast that webinar until a couple of weeks after it's been done, uh, just so people, you know, have an opportunity to to really uh, delve into it and, and, and look at it for on your end when you sign up. I think that's pretty exciting. So I'd love to have you there. And then in July, we have another organization, uh, the Mid-Atlantic School, who does emergency management uh, training, um, will be coming on talking about community lifelines and and how that impacts emergency management. And then in August, we have Eric McNulty coming on with a Speak and Spark, Ian Weekly Speak and Spark uh, uh, webinar. And Eric McDalty is going to go into how to develop a metal leadership, uh, a metal leader and what metal leadership really is. And it's going to be, again, a deeper dive in, into that. And Eric, if you guys have, you know, him, uh, he's written the book, You're It, uh, part of the Harvard's uh, NPLI program. And he uh, is great on this type of stuff. So if you have the book, uh, you're, you're it. That's awesome. Then you'll be like ahead of, ahead of it. If you want to get the book now, uh, buy it. And then you can uh, also you know, maybe have Eric uh, do a virtual signature, signing it or something. So anyway, hey, let's take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, I want to discuss a little bit more in the webinar series and some of the other workshops and stuff that we're putting on. The Outer Limit Supply Company was founded on the idea of providing high quality first aid kits 
Their goal is to supply the life-saving equipment you'll need to mitigate the majority of injuries often seen during austere times. From minor injury on an outdoor adventure with your family to your team responding to a major traumatic event, Outer Limits Supply has the kits to manage most situations, providing practical, user-friendly first aid kits that anyone can use. Enter Ian Weekly, all capitals, at checkout and save 20% off your total purchase. Go to www.outerlimitsupply.com today. That's outerlimitsupply.com. We all know emergency management is dynamic. What you need to know and do can cover all kinds of fields and change on a dime. When choosing a partner, you want someone just as dynamic to help you keep up. The Mid-Atlantic Center for Emergency Management Public Safety is just that, a FEMA partner and one-stop shop for college academics, custom training and consulting. They cover it all and bring you the best of each. So whether you're looking to start your degree, go back to school, train your people, or anything in between, they're here for you. See what you can build together at frederick.edu backslash M-A-C-E-M-P-S. That's M-A-C-E-M-P-S. Power outages can happen at any time. Is your community prepared? The Power Up Solar Power Charging Trailer can be used to address the need for temporary power for your community. In addition, the Power Up Solar Power Charging Trailer can provide a platform to support your public information and community resiliency outreach efforts throughout the year to educate and inform people about the need to always be ready. For more information, visit PowerUpConnect.com. That is PowerUpConnect.com.